Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by fashion and lifestyle journalist Sarah Malacco. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Thank you for joining us once again. So last week we got talking off air about Depop and kind of selling items online. And you actually had so many great ideas. I was like, you need to come on and tell everybody because we were all kind of in that situation now where we're just like, right, we want to do a clear out, but we might want to keep like give some to charity or give some to Depop or the online um, variations as well. And you had all of them. So where do we begin with these? Yeah, so it is just that time of year where, I mean, we're hoping to put away, like, the big coats and get out yeah. summery clothes that are stashed in the, like, back of a drawer, like, all squished up and needing an iron. But when we kind of get those bits and bobs out, you can kind of get the spring cleaning urge and then you want to do a bit of a clear out. Um, and luckily, it's kind of easier than ever to make a bit of money back from the clothes that you've already purchased. Because mm-hmm. sometimes there's things where you're like, okay, here's my donation pile, here's my, you know, textile recycling pile. And then there's other bits and bobs that you're like, I spent a bit of money on that, so it might be good to get something back. Um, But yeah, there's a few different platforms that people can go to to do it um, that are online. And then also you can, like, take part in local markets and things like that as well. But one of the quickest ways would definitely be through using apps. And, like, one that I really like is Depop. Um, so all of these resale apps will take a certain percent Mm -hmm. of the sale. So for Depop is one of the lowest, they take 10%. Um, and there's a few kind of things to do on Depop to kind of get yourself to your stuff to sell more quickly. Yeah. How does Um, it work really? Yeah. So a lot of people would use Depop when they do wardrobe clear outs. And that way you can get a lot of value for your money as a customer because there's kind of a car boot sale mentality where people want to get their bits sold fast. But you can also find like really special pieces, especially vintage pieces. And like I would often use it when I see a trend that I really like because I try and source like 90% of my stuff um, from secondhand sources to avoid directly shopping fast fashion. So I'd use Depop and search terms that suit the trend that I'm after or just search the name of brands that I like. Um, so when you're selling on Depop, like make sure to have all that stuff in a description. Um, but my main kind of tip for that as well is making sure that you kind of give people free postage, even if it's not necessarily free. So like, let's say you want to sell a top for a tenner, but then postage would be four euro. I would just list the top as 14 euro. Um, I think it's just like a consumer psychology thing. That when you add something to your basket and you see the price of postage, you're like, nah, I'll leave it. But if, you, if your introductory price to the item was a couple of euro more and then it was free postage, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I like, I'd be fine to buy that. Yeah, it definitely um, encourages you, doesn't it? Yeah. Definitely. And I, I always see tweets and memes being like, oh, you know, when you fill your online basket with like 200 euro worth of stuff and then go to the checkout and post it to Fiverr, so you just X out of the page entirely. I always do that. So I'm just like, okay. Maybe if you put the postage for free but incorporate it mm-hmm. into the price, I think that things sell a lot faster. And then also, as I said earlier, like writing a good description of the item, including measurements and materials, um, and being honest about the condition as well. Because a lot of people will be trawling resale sites for good materials or items to rework. So for some people, condition won't be such an issue. Um, That's but yeah, and a lot of more people are using... Uh, platforms like Depop because I think during the lockdowns people did a lot of closet clear outs so Depop was really popping off and it still remains super popular. Is it quite easy to set up uh, your account on that? 
It is. Like, some people do complain that the user experience on Depop is a little bit complicated and a little bit buggy. Um, sometimes, you know, things mightn't load properly, but I think they've done put a lot of work into ironing out those issues and as I, I always think it's very similar to using Instagram even the way that it looks like you're scrolling on a feed which has all of the items that people you follow have posted in chronological order but then you also have like a kind of discover page where Depop will recommend things to you and you can also see all of the new uploads from people that you follow but then also things from popular um, sellers as well. So you kind of have, it's almost like they make a personal shopping page for you with things that they think you'll like. Often I would say they don't get it right all the time and especially when it comes to sizes. So I'll like click in something that they recommend to be like, oh my God, I love this. But then it's uh, way like vastly smaller or larger size than I would be. And I'm like, you know, I'm sure they could tell from like my shopping history what my sizes were. So that's one frustrating aspect shame. that yeah. I hear. Yeah. yeah, people complain about a lot. And then the other annoying element of Depop that has happened kind of recently that people give out about is the offers element. So you can like make offers to someone, offer them a price for an item. Like they might have a fixed price of an item for 20 euro and you could be like, oh, I'll offer them like 17.50 or something like that. Um but I find that maybe some people who use app might be used to shopping mostly from places like Shein, so they're not maybe aware of the value of clothing. Like I would get offers of five or ten euro on items that I've listed listed for fifteen euro that are like vintage items or something. So it can be really frustrating as a seller to be lowballed like that. But sure, the decline offer button is there for a reason. So absolutely. And then if I suppose you're on Depop and you kind of aren't getting the experience from it that you want, is there other options? So, yeah, I mean, there's um, places like eBay, which have always been around for so long. Um, I haven't used eBay too much myself just because I don't find that there's necessarily a huge amount of people in Ireland selling on it. And usually with the price of postage and things, you can get like real value if you're kind of getting things sent in more locally. So you might find that a lot of the items might have a 20 euro postage price because they're coming from um, like Europe or the UK. But obviously the amazing thing about eBay is the auction style and fixed price selling options. So, you know, you can either set a price of an item for media sale or allow it to be bid on for sales to the highest bidder. And if you have something rare or valuable, something that people want, those bidding wars are what can make you quite a bit of cash. Um, but then as well, another option um, for more high quality or high quality, sorry, um, high end premium or designer brands would be an app and website called Vestiaire Collective. So again, with all these sites, they take a percentage. Vestiaire takes 15 percent. Um, but this is where you're going to find some really great pieces for great prices as a customer um, because they have designer pieces that are you know, you're on the second-hand market, so you're getting a lot of value um, for an item that might be a thousand euro in a shop, like a handbag or something. Um, and you might be able to get it for four or five, six hundred euro on vestiaire because maybe it's second-hand or even third-hand. Um, and things do sell, tend to sell quite quickly. They get snapped up because a lot of people will be really looking for their bargains there. Um, so selling on vestiaire is a bit more effort than Depop. 
um, because if you have a designer piece to sell, it's going to be checked and moderated by the team that run the site. Obviously, just to make sure um, no one's getting scammed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It was a bogus or kind of fake designer item. Mm -hmm. So for this reason, listings can take up to 24 hours before they'll appear on the site from when you upload them, which can be a bit frustrating. You know, if you're trying to upload multiple items, you want to get things so quickly, you might have to wait a day or two before um, the people who are looking on Vestiaire would even see them. Um, but it's good as well because cu- customers feel um, a high level of trust um, because of the moderation that's built into the site. Um, but then with that as well, like your pictures have to be really clear. Um, the software on the website will eliminate background from your items. So potential buyers can really see the piece very plainly. Um, and you can also get a moderator to certify your item as authentic by providing that supporting evidence. So there's a lot of good elements to it when you do want to sell designer and premium brands. Um, so I definitely encourage people to sign up to that. And also when you... Um, even when you sign up as well, oftentimes they'll have kind of sign up deals where you yeah. get like a 50 euro off your first purchase that's over a certain amount of money. So there's always people looking for bits and bobs on there. So if Absolutely. you had designer pieces to sell, that's a good place. And with all these sites, do they do you do returns as well? Like, is that an option that you do as a as a seller, I suppose? Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of, that's the thing with it is that, you know, if you're shopping on ASOS or something like that, you can get free delivery and you're going to get your money back whereas this is like person to person mm-hmm. a person to person exchange so a lot of places um, a lot of people sellers on the platforms will say like I don't do returns I don't do whatever um, but a lot of them would use PayPal as their choice payment method or payment provider so you can open up a case with PayPal if you you know, have an issue with the item, if you've been scammed, if it's not as it was described, like you can escalate that to PayPal to kind of recover um, the funds. But Mm -hmm. I guess that would be one downside to it. If something's like slightly not your size or, you know, something like that, you won't be able to return it. But that's when I would say, you know, to try and establish a good relationship with your local seamstress or tailor, Mm because things can always be altered. um, And hopefully you would like the piece enough to consider uh, going down that avenue. Absolutely. And I was given a piece of advice myself where it was like, look at the reviews and look at who you're kind of buying from and then you'll know pretty quick if they're legit. Oh, yeah, mm. definitely. And Depop has a star and written review system. So when you purchase something, when you want to, um, you know, give them a review, like let other customers know how your experience was, you can give stars so it's like five one to five stars out of five and then they also encourage you to write a written review so a lot of people will have pretty detailed um descriptions of how their interaction with the seller was so you can peruse all of that before you choose um to to buy something and you can also see then you know people be like oh they like posted it the next day and i got it within three days and you can kind of get good ideas of what the process is going to be like it's brilliant so. and there's so many options as well thank you so much for coming on and giving us a couple of them um, because obviously as we said before we're all trying to trying to I suppose lessen the amount of stuff that we have <laughs> yeah completely um, and then as well just like if you are you know doing that clear out and you're going to sell clothes and then there's other clothes you're not selling yeah. like just make sure you're kind of donating to charity shops keep furthering the life cycle of clothing 
and then anything that's maybe not suitable for rewearing, um, drop it off as, at a textile recycling bin. It's really essential to recycle textiles because they cause very specific problems in landfill. And also we should obviously be trying to minimise the amount of stuff we're sending to landfill anyway. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, you can just look up on your local council's website where there's textiles in or go to clothespod.ie and they have like a county-based system where you can see where your local clothes pod is in your area, which is really good. That's really good. I didn't know about that. So that's really good. Thank you so much, Sarah Malacco, for joining us this evening. No worries at all.